Hello, I'm Kirsten. Hello, I'm Joshua. Hello, I'm Kyla. Hi, I'm Kyla. This is the weird and suspicious. That's weird. Uh, That's suspicious. I said that real weird. Yeah. Josh, you got a full-ass beard going on. Life is hard. I've never seen you with a beard. I've never had one. You just shave it? Mm-hmm. Okay. My facial hair doesn't grow very fast, though. Oh, so you've been slacking. Exactly. slack a Wow, when is the moment in your life you laughed the hardest? Literally all of the time. Yeah, you laugh a lot. I do, and loudly and obnoxiously. It'd be like that. Yeah. I do. Josh, why is your video different? You look like you got some <laughs> luscious ass lips right now. <laughs> Josh, did you get lip injections oh, no. and not tell us? Listen. <laughs> Them bitches <Yeah>. are popping. <laughs> I don't know. My camera's the same. <laughs> my lip gloss be popping. My lip gloss be cool. Where do you want to travel the most? It's blurry now. Oh, yeah. um, I did that on purpose. I don't know Ibiza. Oh, I was thinking the pyramids. I see. So, I like, I want to go to Athens. Where's that? Greece. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like the place that I want to go but probably won't ever go for a couple different reasons and I feel like Egypt is one of them. Yeah. I think Egypt would be like really cool to visit. It's just I've seen so many videos about the pyramids and like it seems so stressful getting all the people. into the pyramids. Yeah. All the people and like uh, but us. like even just like trying to get in to the pyramids there's so many people around trying to scam you and stuff like that and trying to tell you where to go and harassing you and i would just like if i had all the money just pay for no one else to be there i wish why abiza is that where you wanted to go yeah i just i think it would be beautiful and i think it would be fun because only because of the song I don't know That's the song. It. Took a pill in a pizza. Oh. Mm. What's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> Kyla's like, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this one time <laughs> when, when I was like nine or ten. <laughs> I uh, was at the grocery store with my parents, and there was this, um, it was around Halloween time, and they had pumpkins all, like, lined up, and it was like, guess how much the pumpkins weigh, and you had to guess, like, a whole row, and they called the house, and I was like, I answered it because I'm a kid, and kids answer the phone for everything. And I was like, Dad, Dad, Family Fair is on the phone. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's Family Fair. And then, of course, he's like, why is the supermarket calling me? This is stupid. <laughs> like, why did you answer this, you dumb child? And they were like, so we had a contest, and she actually guessed most of the weights correctly, so she wins all the pumpkins. And... My dad was like, next time, maybe actually talk to them. <laughs> so I, um. You want a bunch of pumpkins? I want <laughs> some pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flat. That's so Why funny. That's the prize. That's, that's the best that's luck the, you've had. It's the, it's the luckiest thing I've had. <laughs> That's hilarious. Honestly, I also can't think of anything, like, wildly lucky. Like, (sighs) I won some contests that were very small. Yeah? 
Yeah, like photo shoot ones or like one time. Yeah, you won some cool photo shoot contests. Yeah. And then like in elementary, I won a couple. One time I guessed how many like Skittles or whatever were in a thing. Did you get the big bin with all the toys in it? No, we just got to keep the candy. Dang. Yeah. And then one time we, I sold the most in um, our fundraiser and we got a bunch of stupid cheap toys. No. Lame. That was about it. <laughs> they used to have this cool thing um, where it was like kind of like guess the amount of candies in here and like random stuff like that. But like the prizes, it was like the big totes that you put like outdoor toys in. With the handles, the big round ones with the handles. And it was just like full of a bunch of cool stuff and some snacks and some toys. And I would always ask my dad for extra raffle tickets to try and do it because I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I never won them. And it was like so many years in a row. But like the probability of winning it probably isn't a lot if there's a lot of people with rich parents. Yeah. Like there, it was definitely like... There was a few people who had, like, really rich parents, and I'm sure their parents were like, oh, here's 50 bucks, and her 50 times. Yeah. I don't I never won any kind of, like, win any kind of raffle. My mom wins a lot of shit all the time. What does she win? She wins, like, 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 lottery tickets. Like, nothing crazy huge, but, like, she always wins something, and she'll win... When she goes to the casino, she wins, like, contest. I don't know. She's just, like, oddly very lucky. But she can't ever win the fucking Mega Millions, so that's kind of rude. Oh, yeah, God, that's, that's rude. how I feel. What have you won, Josh? You know, I just have a winning personality. That's oh. the loserest thing I've ever heard someone Thank say. You. <laughs> Thank you. I used to win, do you remember, or were you in the area when Z96.5 was a thing? It was like an alternative radio station? Yeah. Yeah, I used to win those radio contests all the time, all the time. That's funny. Um, And I'm pretty sure it's because, like, very few people played what in them. In? That's all what I kind of? Imagine. Yeah, but what kind of Colin was it? Like, questions or, like, the, like, whatever number caller, like, that kind of thing. Oh, uh, <sighs> Do you guys listen to Free Beer and Hot Wings? No. I used to, though. I that was too for a little bit. Uh, shut up. Yeah, and it took me so long to figure out Segment 17. Um, but, like, the actual podcast is pretty good. Like, with them actually talking about stuff. Like, the Segment 17 is the questionnaire stuff. And they have, like, people call in. And they'll ask, like, trivia questions, and they have, like, whatever amount of money, and you can win it if you answer them correctly. But I've learned a lot of random, random things from there. Like, what dinosaur name means fast? Oh, damn it. Yeah, you learned so much. Yeah, I lost it already. (laughs) Wow. I think Kyla's just sitting in depression now. <laughs> I was trying to search up. <laughs> I was trying to search Kyla's up. Kyla's like, I learned song. so much. Just kidding. I forgot. I- <laughs> <laughs> what? What? This is so depressing. Why is my memory so bad? <laughs> okay. Wait. What dinosaur name <laughs> means swift? Thief. I don't know dinosaur names. Like, full-on dinosaur names, I do not know one. You don't know Tyrannosaurus Rex? No, I just say T-Rex. Is it a T-Rex? No. No. Oh, I guess I know Velociraptor, is that what it's called? Or a Pterodactyl. Yeah, those are dinosaur names. What do you mean those you don't know Those are the only ones I know. Names? Yeah, you don't need it. Does it start with an actual T? No. No, I have no idea. Idonigosaurus. You actually got it right the first time, Josh. What? Oh, Velociraptor? 
Yeah, Velasa, Velocity. Mm-hmm. Um, speed, Swift. I guess Raptor means thief. Oh, huh. Which makes sense because they're always stealing other dinosaur eggs. Oh, I didn't know that. I know nothing about dinosaurs. I'm so uneducated. Velociraptors steal other dinosaur eggs and like raise them as their own and they turn into velociraptors. They just turn into an entirely yeah, different as dinosaur. Soon as, Thank you for as that. As soon as they get taken in egg form. That's funny. Well, um, can I t- do, do they eat them, Kristen? Oh. They eat their eggs. That makes sense. More sense than them just raising them. I was like, that doesn't make sense at all. I was just, I, okay. I didn't realize if you knew Josh was kidding. I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't question it, really. I didn't really know <laughs> You're like, he knows things, that's right, that's right. He uh, lets me be dumb, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I guess I'm more dumb. What is, what was your first concert? Mm. Mine, I think, will shock you. I don't know his full name. It's Toby something. And it was a Christian rock band. Toby Keith. No. What? That's not a Christian rock band. Oh, no, that's country. It's a country artist. (laughs) (laughs) He sings a song called, like, Badonky Donk or some shit, talking about some girl's ass. So definitely not him. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, he was pretty big for, like, a Christian Is guy. it Toby, though? I thought it was. Toby Mac, yeah. Toby Mac, yeah. 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 Uh, so I was only allowed to listen to Christian music for a <laughs> long period of time. And Toby Mac made some, some rap songs and some yep. metal songs. Mm-hmm. And so when that was all I was allowed to listen to, I would listen to those because I was like, this is so cool. Like, this shit slaps. It's slapping. I was on the Her phone Christian with my- music, it is good. Like- yeah. I would, like, I strictly remember being on the phone with my boyfriend when I was 10 because I had, like, this little, like, boo thing at school. And we would just talk on the phone all the time. And I was like, yeah, you want to hear what type of music I listen to? And I was like, check this out. And it was some Toby Mac song. It was like screaming. And it was like, God's in the spot if you like it or not. And I was like, this is some hardcore, some hardcore stuff right here. Doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, that was my first concert. And we That's... went with the church, obviously. Who else do you go with? I thought your parents took you for a second. No, no, no. no. Someone else's parents took me. Um, what was yours, Josh? Um. See, now you've got me questioning. Like a real concert, right? Like. I would actual, say that's a real like, concert, but yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just asking, like, in general, like an actual not through a specific church, like an actual concert. Well, I mean, hers was through a church. But I think she went with her church to the concert. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say my first one is uh, Megafest that I went to in Detroit, like my senior year. Megafest? What kind of music is that? It was Bring Me the Horizon, became as <gasps> Romans of Mice and Men, Attila, oh. Issues, and Wilson. Josh is like, yeah, my first concert was fucking great, not some oh dumb. Oh my it god. It was a great time. I am not gonna That's lie. awesome. I'm jelly. Yeah. Mine sucked. Kyla, what was yours? I think... I think it would probably be when I went to Electric Forest. How old were um, you? Maybe 20. Damn. Yeah, I hadn't been to any... Yeah, I hadn't been to any concerts. I was definitely older. So it was probably Electric Forest. I don't remember the first set I went to. I know there was a lot of different artists there, and there was so many different stages. Honestly, I think it's normal that people go older. I think, like, 
they paid for me to go or something. And that's the only reason why I went. I was low-key a little bit salty that um, my... So, my sister was really close with uh, my cousin. And she got to do a lot of things with, like, my cousin and my aunt and uncle because of that. And so, like, they had gone to... When Taylor Swift was cool, they got to go to, like, the Taylor Swift concerts oh. and stuff like that. So, I was like, dang, I wish I could go to that. And, like, they got yeah. to go to, like, Six Flags and stuff. And I was like, that sucks. I want to do that. Yeah. My first concert that I, like, chosenly... Well, uh, and then... I also went, all these people that I went and seen that, like, I didn't care to see, I also went and seen Thomas Rhett before he was really big on a whim, which is, like, also not the music I listened to. Right. But the first concert that I was like, okay, I listened to this music, let's go, as I took my mom to see Pink. Oh, really? yeah. That's when you were a teenager, right? I remember you guys no. talking about that. No, it wasn't? I was an adult. I was, like, 20. Oh, I was an adult. I was like nineteen. <laughs> nah, yeah, I was eighteen years old. <laughs> I was grown. I was a full grown adult. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um. Oh, and that also reminded me of. Do you guys remember "All Around Me" that song? Yeah. Was that actually a Christian song? No. Okay, my church told us that it was. Yes. Um. There are a lot of songs. Uh, that churches claim as religious songs. Like, like um, what's that song? It's like, carry me. It said it is. It just said a it's, dead man lying on the car. It's, her, it's about her relationship with God. It does? Yeah. That is talking about her in heaven. It's only then when she is really alive. What? That's interesting. I gotta look at these lyrics now. Because I knew, like, Oh, maybe. Share? Um, I don't know. It's just that the angels sang, singing say, We are alone with you, and I am alone, and there are two with you. And then in part of it, it says, My tongue dances behind my lips, which, like, makes me feel like she's, like, speaking tongues. Now that what it says, I don't like the way that she says that's it, disgusting. I well, then it says, not like that. So I cry, holy, the light is white, holy, and I see you. Yep, everything that I'm looking up, it says that it is. It is a, a Christian song. That one did real well for a Christian song, then it did really well for a Christian really song. Really well. What's that? Huh. Wild. That's wild. Now I want to know if that other one... <laughs> Kyle's like, maybe they're all Christian songs. <laughs> There's Christian songs that I'm listening to them, and then I'm listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, damn, I didn't realize this song was so religious. I'm pretty sure this one's about drugs, though. Oh, well, you can do drugs and believe in Jesus. Ask a lot of people in Allegan. Ugh, gross. No, I will not ask them. Mm, is that song a religious song? And you just didn't it didn't. It? it didn't come up like her song. Like her song was straight up. All these things were like Christian song, Christian song. But yeah. this one didn't. Her relationship with God. My tongue dancing behind my lips. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's disgusting. How is it disgusting? Gross. My tongue dancing behind my lips, speaking in tongues. Well, it doesn't say she's speaking in tongues, but like that's but how God I took it. fluttering his tongue in her mouth? Her, no, her tongue is speak is, is... I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, the Holy Spirit is fluttering its tongue in her exactly. mouth. Disgusting. <laughs> <sighs> I do have a story. It's just a Reddit story because I didn't have time to do any notes because of driving ah okay this says this is a or this story is true and it kind of spooks me thinking about it it all started when a private school rented the top of a church building in a pretty sketchy city in washington oh yeah um this says my friends and i think a church is haunted so i thought we'd bring it back to the church you know where all of our roots began 
<laughs> Gross. In Washington State. It was very exciting for us because we've basically been homeschooling the whole time, and this new area would be perfect to kickstart progress for our school. We didn't notice anything in the start, and it seemed like a steal renting out the top floor because of how much room there was. They have top floors of churches. Um, I mean, they have ginormous churches. Technically, everything has a top floor. I just, like, I've never been to a church that was, like, two stories, I don't think. Oh, I think there's a decent amount of two-story churches. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Or even, like, mega churches. Oh, I guess. I just feel like the one area is really big and echoey, and it could be two stories, but instead it's just empty space. They want you to hear the word of the Lord. Yeah, really. Ugh, okay. We couldn't rent the first floor because the church was using it, but it had the on- the only bathrooms in the building, so we were allowed to go down and use them. We had this bathroom buddy system where there has to be at least two people going down to the bathrooms, no less. This system was to ensure safety of students because the area had a lot of homeless people and our school manager didn't want to take any chances. Okay, this is where the creepy stuff starts. My brother had to use the bathroom, so I agreed to go downstairs with him and wait outside of the bathroom. My brother was in the bathroom, and I decided to sit down at a table that was in the opening or open meeting area. I was utterly alone in that open area. Then out of nowhere, I hear footsteps all around me. The patterns were spontaneous, and I was sure no people were downstairs with me. I heard the floorboards creaking, which made it even more chilling. Thankfully, my brother came out of the bathroom, and I told him what happened. He recalled hearing the same things whenever he would wait outside of the bathroom for other people. We both agreed that something fishy was going on, but we decided to brush it off because we needed to catch up at school. The first thing was bone chilling, but we we had other things to do, so we forgot about it. My brother... Then told me about the time when we had to go downstairs to the bathroom with a friend, or he had to go downstairs to the bathroom with a friend, and what he told me shocked me. Hearing about the other things we've witnessed, before I tell you this, you need to know about the way to get to the downstairs bathroom. In order to go to the bathrooms, you need to take a dark and creepy stairwell that takes you to an even darker and creepier hallway. The hallway leads you to the nursery, and then from the nursery to the bathrooms. My brother told me that when he went through the nursery, he saw that one of the baby cradles was rocking by itself. It definitely spooked me, and I started getting suspicious of the building. Fast forward about a year later, we're moving out of the building. Oh, so they were there for a whole year. They were living in it? Whoa. I would not live in an old church building. No. No. Churches are, like, notoriously haunted, I think. And I mean, I guess, like, if it was cheap enough, I probably would, because I'd be like, dang, this is a lot of space. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. We decided to move to the other church across from the bigger church. Why are you living in so many churches? And this time, we were renting the whole building. This new church had much more welcoming vibe, and you felt a lot safer. Something I forgot to mention about the past building is that the lights would keep going out. The power would consistently shut off. This new building felt very warm. It had a more stable electrical outlet or output, and you didn't get very strange feeling. I'll get back to that later. Anyway, since we were moving buildings, we'd obviously have to move from stuff from one building to the other. This is where the creepy stuff started happening. Now that the building was empty in the sense of the building of being void of people, you had a very strong sense of dread and eeriness. Every hallway that you pass, you'd feel like you're being watched in the darkness. The building was also much colder than before, and some rooms would be perfectly normal and warm, but then others would have a cold and dark presence. My friend and I knew exactly where we were going, what we were going to do, explore. My friend group consisted of three people, one being my brother. So all in all, we had a force of four people. Is this like a bunch of people lived in this church? I mean, I'm assuming so. I can't tell. 
I need to know more about this living situation. Absolutely. <laughs> we were expecting, or we were exploring, and we decided to go down to that creepy stairwell with our phone flashlights. This is where a lot of stuff started. When we went down, it was only one other kid and I. My brother and the other friend decided to stay back. We were going down the hallway, and when I got an overwhelming feeling of being watched from the darkness, there was an exit door next to the bottom of the stairs, and I kept looking at it. I felt as though there was some sort of presence coming from there, staring at our souls. We tried to open the door to the nursery, but it was locked. It seemed to be locked from the other side, possibly from the church locking it, which is a very plausible explanation. My other friend and I decided that we should go back up because the overwhelming sense of dread was too much for us at the time. We needed to start to pack our things. There was a lot more things happening, but I'll have to tell the main thing, things building up at this point. When we were loading our stuff into the car, my other friend told us to come look at something. So we all marched up the stairs from outside. This was another entrance of the building and asked him what it was. He told us that he heard talking all the way from a creepy stairway stairwell in the back of the building. And just as he heard that, a chain that was present in the room started swaying from side to side. This obviously a freaked chain? all of us out. Yeah, why is there a chain just hanging in a church? I need to know this building layout. Why did you not post the blueprints? And we decided to pick up the pace and pack things up. In this situation, our curiosity got the best of us, and we took the opportunity by using the bathrooms. We used another entrance to get to the bathroom without having to go through the locked nursery door, and when we were going to the bathroom, my friend brought a radio to see if he could pick up some signals. Now, usually we'd use radios to listen to police channels to hear if there was anything, any chasing going on. But this time, my friend was trying to see if he could pick up on ghost readings, which thought was pretty much impossible. Question, Josh. Would ghost huntings in a church be considered a sin? Oh. Uh, is ghost hunting a sin? I think so. I think it is because, like, you're trying to speak to things that you're not supposed to speak to. I mean, maybe. I don't really know. I feel like it wouldn't be just because, I mean, it's not like you're being sacrilege or whatever, right? But I feel like it's just something that, that, like... Sacrilege is, like, being against religion. Like, it's just a no-no. Maybe not completely a sin, but frowned upon. Well, I just also feel like they're, they would be like, you don't know what you're talking to. Maybe you're talking to the devil. Don't do that's, it. See, that's that's what I'm thinking more so. Is like, it's like, you don't know who you're talking to. And also, if God wanted you to speak with the dead, he would allow you to speak with the dead without having to do extra things. True. True. Yeah, because God is known for not wanting any extra things. Yes. Yeah, who's a man of simple things? You're only no, allowed just to kidding. want what I'm he wants. I'm thinking of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is a man of simple things. God is not. Uh, he killed his only son so that we would love him. That doesn't sound simple to me. No, simple, simple. Something happened to his radio, though. The battery went from three bars to zero. This shocked us because we all learned that ghosts or spirits could drain the battery usage on most items, though that wasn't the only strange thing happening. That day, we went to... That day, we had to carry some drawers down the creepy flight of stairs through the creepy hallway to the cradle swinging nursery. We accepted the offer and started carrying the drawer to the locked nursery door from the side it was locked. My friend had the key, so he unlocked it. I vividly remember trying to unlock the door and get the drawers upstairs and then lock the door. The next day, something crazy would happen. The next day, my friends would decide to go down to the stairway into the creepy hallway, but one of them chickened out. I mean, I wouldn't blame them. We have encountered some crazy things. None of this sounds too crazy, though, to be honest. I think um, it's just weird because they're in a church and 
strange things are happening. Yeah. But he was very persistent in staying behind. We let him leave, so we went down the hallway that gave me the creeps. I got that feeling of being watched again, and I was getting nervous, but then something my friend said caught my attention. The door to the nursery is unlocked. I couldn't really believe that, what I was hearing. I remember having to lock the door when going through. I meant someone or something had to have unlocked it from the other side. We are leaving the hallway quickly. During that, I heard some sort of low-pitched groaning. Ooh, that's gross. That could have been a door opening or closing. Both of the ideas were just as disturbing because we were alone in the building. A few hours of packing passed, and we finished up the job. We were sitting around, planning to pick up the bookshelf, when we heard footsteps coming from the creepy stairs. Thankfully, the door was closed, but we decided it was best to just move the bookshelf quickly and get out of there. We were leaving, and we also heard faint and audible talking coming from that door. That was the last time we ever went to the church building, and I'm glad we never opened that door again. They heard talking through it? Yeah, it's also really creepy that it is happening in the nursery. Only. God just wants to speak to the children. Exactly. It's Well, I think it is strange, though, that, like, in the other one, it was just, like, what was rocking? Like, a rocking chair or a cradle or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. And then they heard groaning and talking. Makes me yeah. uncomfortable. I think churches just make me uncomfortable because I feel like they're super creepy when everyone's gone. Yeah, an empty church is super creepy. That's why I don't think I would want to live in one. I used to go to youth group, and after youth group was over, they would leave the church open for a couple hours um, just because they have to wait for everyone to pick up all the kids, and they're not going to lock it up until later just because a lot of the times there was kids that would go there because their parents didn't want to watch them and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we would just go and like check out all the places in the church and it would be so creepy. I get the same feeling though when I'm in a school alone. Yeah, same. Or or the mall. I think maybe it's just like a big big area place. Yeah, yeah, a big bigger area than what you're used to. Yeah, maybe I couldn't live in a big house. I feel like even a big house is smaller than a church, though. Like, I think it is, too. I wouldn't want to live in a big house, though. Like, a very like, open house would be weird, but... I don't know, just a really big house kind of makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. And that was all... For my story. It's all she wrote. It's all she wrote. My story is another skinwalker story, per usual, per usual. We love those. Love them, love them. Love them. It says, I won't reveal who I am or much about where I live, and to be honest, it's been a few months since this happened, but I just came to terms with it now, and I have to warn people about what's out there. What they knew and what we don't. This is warning. This is a very long read. I apologize, Kyla. Um, so, here's my story. Occasionally, I like to go hiking with my friends. There's not much more to do, honestly. We live in a small mountain town in Colorado. At first, it was fun. But by now, we know the trails by heart. And by the end of last summer, there was only one that we hadn't really tried. Now, there's a reason for that. The trail goes right through a portion of the forest that the Ute people consider sacred. I'll admit, I have my hang-ups when it comes to these things. You don't wear hats in a church. You don't let the American flag touch the ground. I hate this already. (laughs) Don't stretch all over somebody's sacred land for the fun of it. Hillbillies. Hillbillies. The sacred land part. I get the I sacred land, the other yeah. random things they're saying, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flag, the American flag touching the ground. That shit There's was so like many that. people that are going to be so pissed that we're mocking that. But you, but you know, oh, like that, that Lil Wayne video where he like is walking on the American flag or something? 
But like it's like the I'm pretty sure it's just um the floor. They put the floor as an American flag and he's walking down it and they're like, How dare he walk on the flag? But like he wasn't trying to do it in a disrespectful way. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was wild. But he still walked on the flag. He probably just didn't know that it was like a no no. Right. That's yeah. I mean, you wouldn't really think of it offhand of just like I didn't know that it was not acceptable until that, honestly. So yeah, don't trudge over somebody's sacred land for the fun of it. So still, my friend, we'll call him Mark, convinced me to go. He had said reg- that regardless of whether I'd win, he would go anyway. And since no one else was going, he managed to goad me into going with him. There's another one of my hang-ups. Don't go hiking alone. Don't let friends go hiking alone. Too many tragic news stories start that way. I don't know. Would you ever go hiking alone, either of you? No. So, let's say for some insane reason... Kyla, you're muted. You're talking to nobody. I thought... I was like, like, no, but I did. (laughs) But you have. Yeah, when I was traveling. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And I stopped at some... um, nature areas in the mountains and stuff I did go hiking alone yeah I also think it depends on like where it's at how well I know the area like I'm not gonna like just like go on a five mile hike by myself like a mile okay it's just a fucking mile right that is fair oh so, so I ended up going with him reluctantly the whole way he was talking about how this was one of the coolest trails that he'd ever been on. So yes, he had been there before, though only once. His manipulative ploy had been to come to get me to come with him so he could show me. He admitted this all in the casual way that friends admit being asses to friends. Sometimes I didn't blame him. I had a tendency to have a stick up my butt, and what followed only reinforced it. Imagine you're like one of those people that just as paranoid about, like, really dumb shit. And then the one time you give into it, some dumb Something shit. Something bad happens. I feel like yeah. that's me. It's like, yeah, man, I don't like going into the rivers because I've heard, like, they can have leeches or whatever get onto you. And it's like, oh, no, that hasn't happened in years. And then, it, and then it happens to you. Yep. I feel like I'm like that with some stuff, but I can't put an actual example to it. We arrived about nine, I remember, giving us plenty of time. Oh, I'm thinking 9 p.m. because it's late out, and I'm like, I don't feel like that's plenty of time to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Go to bed. (laughs) Um, It was further away from town than most trails, and it wasn't near a paved road, so there was a lot of walking just to get there. It wasn't really known by tourists and some locals um, didn't even know about it. But if you followed a game trail through a bunch of trees, it would widen out and lead its way through some mountainous, densely forested terrain. What struck me was how quiet it was. This, apparently, is what Mark found so awesome. For some reason, in this particular place, you couldn't hear any birds chirping or really any wildlife whatsoever. It was complete and utter silence. Eventually, I had to pee. I stepped off of the main road so Mark wouldn't see me. As I was going, I spotted something through the trees. It looked like some sort of clearing, just past a shallow creek with a log going over it. My curiosity got the better of me as I looked at the log. It didn't seem to be an act of nature, and it was a make... It didn't seem to be an act of nature. It was a makeshift bridge, I was sure. True enough, when I tested it, it seemed to be stable. I put one foot in front of the other and crossed. When I reached to the other end, I pulled my way through some trees and saw the first image of the day that I will never forget, though too many. It wouldn't have seemed like much. Um, no clue fr- that didn't make sense. Yeah. It says, when I reached the other end, pulled my way through some trees, saw the first image of the day that I'll never forget. I think he means... Um, I think he means, like, there's so many 
that he sees throughout the night. But, and it didn't really seem much, like, to begin with. It was just kind of weird. Like, alone, it wouldn't have been much. Right, right. But, um, anyway, in front of me, there was vegetation, trees, ferns, and brush. But suddenly, it all stopped within a perfect circle, surrounded by small, perfectly arranged rocks. There was nothing but smooth dirt. It was strange, not in the least because the shape of the rocks was absolutely perfect. They were partially submerged in the soil. It fit together like bricks. And every single one of them was the same uniform white color. As I got closer, I saw things had been carved on them. Symbols. They were pretty old. Even if I had understood them, their distinct shape had been lost over the years. Which, I feel like if this is, like, a sacred area for a Native American tribe, it would make sense that there would be, like, Some type of carvings or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um... Says, that was strange, but what disturbed me was that the circle wasn't actually perfect. She said perfect circle, like, three times. Um, (laughs) on... One edge, just one, a group of rocks had been kicked up. They were scattered around as if they had actually been a perfect brick wall and something had shattered them. In this area, the otherwise perfect smooth dirt had been kicked up. There was something about it that just unsettled me. As quiet as the entire forest was, it felt quieter here. I quickly turned around and went back to Mark. Um, I should have forced him to leave right there. Instead, though, we kept going. After all, the day was only halfway over. The day's halfway over, and you're going in a straight line down a trail. That means it's time to turn around so you get back before the day's end. Yeah. No, no. Precisely. No, no. This, do people... You're supposed to follow the third rule, like, in everything, right? The like, what? there's a rule when you... Uh, are like using a boat you use a third of your tank of gas to get out there a third of your tank so that way a third of it's like getting back and you still have an extra third for dumb shit yeah i would not do that well my car like will literally the safest way to go about it negative zero before i get gas sometimes well it's or like, if you're on a boat Typical safety rule is what it is. Yeah, it's don't yeah. use half of it when you know you have to use another half to get back. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think that many people. So, Are you like, going to use twenty percent? Like five percent. <laughs> well, no, she saves exactly zero percent. She rolls into the. Literally. <laughs> I haven't done it with my new car, but in the Scion, I've done it a couple times for it's, sure. Okay, but what he means is, is a typical safety rule. I know. No, I know. I'm it's, just saying, I don't I think most like people follow that. The same thing should be followed for, like, hiking into the woods. Yes. Like, I feel like that, though, is something, like, I would follow that. Or, like, or like driving at, even, like, driving at night, I would follow that. Because I don't like being yeah. out. I mean, and that's like the boat is Dark the is big scary. one because like if you leave on like if you run out of gas in a boat you're just fucked yeah like, you have to be able to contact someone to get you back like you have to hope that there's someone out there and that would be the same with like hiking if you get lost in the woods and can't see Oh, yeah, you're done for. Hope you're good to spend the night. Yeah. Um. I just... Yeah, I also think hiking, there's more rules you should follow. True, true. That people aren't following at all. Never. While the forest itself was cool, at least from Mark's perspective, I found the trail rather disappointing. It just went on and on. There were no really there were no real alternate paths and there was hardly any challenging terrain. For Colorado, this whole area was so flat, it was hardly a hike at all. The trail was just long, very long, and it took us until noon to reach the end. 
and there was no one else on it the entire time. I know that it was a hard trail to find, and many of the other locals might share my sentiments about not using it, but we were there all day and we didn't run into anyone. Which I feel like would be a little bit weird. Maybe not. It's like, it's kind of weird, but also it's one of those trails that people don't really go on, so I guess it's not that weird. Like, people aren't on it every day, probably, so... Right. Um, of course, it wasn't until we reached the end that things started getting really weird. The trail didn't loop back at all, and I inwardly groaned knowing we'd be walking these three same boring hours back. We took our time eating lunch, and as we did, I swear I could hear noises for the first time. There were animals moving through the forest nearby. We could hear the rustling of the brush. I looked and saw through the forage the vague outline of a single buck's head moving past us. It was odd, but I dismissed it. We packed up what was left of our lunches and started the trek back. Every once in a while, I would hear the rustling again. I'd look into the trees, and oftentimes I would see the buck's head. Eventually, though, I noticed that it was making far too much noise and was doing so too frequently. I told Mark to slow down and stop, and being Mark, he cracked a joke about it. But finally, he went silent, and we both stood... We both stood still hearing the rustling. Now, even Mark was a little freaked out. He turned back and saw the vaguest outline of the buck's head again. This time, to me, there seemed to be something wrong. The head was far too high up, around the branches of some of the trees. I noticed it. Mark didn't. I should have said something, but I didn't have time. Just as soon as it was there, it was gone again, going further off into the forest. I remember Mark talking about how deer were annoying as hell, about how he was going to scare it off or something. I don't remember exactly what he said, and that bothers me, because I should remember. I do remember him yelling at it, and at the time it was funny, Hey Buck, yeah you, horny motherfucker, leave us alone. (laughs) He walked off the road and disappeared down a ridge behind a layer of trees, pursuing it. For a minute, there was silence. That minute became two. Mark, I called out. No answer. Five minutes passed. I climbed down the ridge after him. I followed the general direction. Five minutes until you waited? Like, you waited that long? I mean, like, if he's just going after a deer... I feel like five minutes after a deer, that was an easy way to get lost and separated from your friend. True. That's true, yeah. Oh. After a short time, I found a place where there were signs of a struggle. In addition, there was blood, and there was a lot of blood. It was all over the trees and the ground. I cursed to myself. There were other things, too, in addition to the blood. That deer didn't like that comment. That I didn't like to look at. There were marks showing that something had been dragged away from here. Mark, I called out furiously now. Forgetting the trail for a second, I ran forward along the drag marks. After running too far to be safe, I reached a small ravine with a creek running through it. I narrowly stopped myself. It wasn't a long drop, but it would hurt you, and a sprained ankle in the middle of the forest was bad news. Is that? No. Um, if you no, keep your going. So it's so nice to try and walk on a sprained ankle that you need crutches for. If zombies can run with a half missing foot, I think you can make completely it different. They don't feel pain. You can do it. You can <laughs> like, do it if you don't a possibility. <laughs> Just not, no. It's stop. not a happy I'm done one. with you. I'm done with you. <laughs> Mark, I murmured, then called out again. Mark. Something heard, but it wasn't Mark. Across the ravine from me, I heard a rustling and saw the trees stirring. Something stepped through the foliage and revealed itself. 
At first, I saw a head, the head of a buck, but it came forward and I realized that it was almost seven feet above the ground. I was staring at a seven-foot creature straight in the face that had a massive buck's head, but a humanoid body. A not deer. Narnia. Oh my gosh, I was going to make a Narnia comment when they said when they like passed through, it was like silent and there was no birds. I was going to be like, sounds mm-hmm. like when you step into Narnia. Yeah. They're in a weird version of Narnia. A creepier version. <laughs> this is the legit version of Narnia. They're all killers. This, Yeah, actually, this is the version that we all read was just like the kid version of it. You know how like a lot of the Disney stuff is darker and like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, the creature snorted. Its buck's face remained neutral, scared-looking even, as if it wasn't sure of the malicious whims of the body beneath it. This sounds like a person's just wearing a buck on buck head on their head. Honestly? Yeah. Like, just psycho, dude. There was blood dripping from its horns, which were not at all like the horns of the average buck, but jagged, pointed, and unorganized. A mess of sharp, bloody points. Its human body was dark-skinned and naked, with very human genitalia. It definitely just sounds like a person with a fucking buck head on its head. Honestly. I remember both its arms and legs, they started human, but near the bottom they started distorting. And becoming animalistic. At the end of its legs were powerful hooves. At the ends of its arms were... They radiated power. Were what? Long claws. Oh, I thought they were going to say also like hooves. And I'm like, that would be really funny to just be walking around. On its arms were also (laughs) hooves. That would have been funnier. Okay. Um... In one of those, or sorry. For a moment, there was silence. I didn't scream. I couldn't believe what was in front of me. Then the creature's ears ruffled and started backing up. Its deer head hung lazily to the side as it moved. Yeah, it feels like the deer head is not actually connected. Yeah. Yeah. But what about its hands and feet? The hands, I could see, like, the claws, and the feet, I'm going to say, is trauma response. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, my brain rang suddenly. It's going to jump the gap. It's coming for me. With the logical side of my mind shut off, I turned around and ran, hopefully in the exact opposite direction of the way I came. Behind me, I heard a powerful grunt, and then the scuffle of the monster le- landing on the bank. There was a horrifying roar, something that sounded like a buck and a grizzly bear shouting together. So I'd never run so fast or so desperately in all of my life, but it was gaining on me. As I ran through the forest, I started to feel, I started to think I could feel its warm, hungry breath on my back. Ew, what's a hungry breath? Um, you know? Hungry breath. Just, it's real, it's real hungry. Well, hungry. Um, while running, I threw off my backpack and gained some speed. I think the bank delayed it slightly. That's the only reason I can account for how I might have gotten ahead. Somehow I ran and ran, and I didn't stop. Eventually I didn't hear it anymore, but I didn't care and kept running. I had never been a long-distance runner, but my adrenaline was not going to wear off anytime soon. And I intended to take advantage of it. When I reached the end of the trail and saw the road again, I couldn't believe it. I got into my car and just took off. As I took off... He got to I, his car already. He Yeah, he just ran straight to his car. Without his like, friend. Oh, well, yeah, without his friend. Nobody likes his friend, okay. Um, I shot a glance up to the trail at the point where it went up between the two mountains and was visible from the road. I would regret it. Standing there... Near the beginning of the trail was the skinwalker, as I've come to call it. It had given up its chase, but stood there watching me hungrily, waiting to see if I would come back. The blood on its body was beginning to dry. It had run the whole trail, and it didn't look tired at all. I floored the car and never came back. 
They never found Mark, and I would never explain what happened. No one would believe me. They never found his friend. Which is why I'm posting here. It came back in my dreams and in my nightmares. Nightmares. So somehow I doubt the forest was really sacred. In fact, I'm sure it was the opposite. Um, It was that circle, which must have been maintained over the years by those who knew, those who understood. That old circle left alone for so long that had quietly been penetrated. I don't like that. That's how it ends. So he seems to think that it was whatever it is was contained in the circle. The not deer was a skinwalker. Or just a person that was fucking around on the trails. Do you think it killed a so weird though. Oh, for sure. There's a blood trail. There was a lot of blood. If you've seen a lot of blood, would you also leave your friend behind not knowing if they were dead or alive? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would so, be like, a what are you dumb bitch and I would follow it. If I was out there by myself no, and my friend went missing the and there was a lot of blood, I would he also... follow the trail to the skinwalker. I don't know. I can't just leave my friend out there. But like, so I'd have you would to. I know, but three-hour trail. Well, it depends. How long do you keep running from it. That's like, true. I guess if it's running at you or whatever, like you see it and it's like super. I'd probably go to my car, lock all the doors, drive down the road, and then like call the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I would stop the car though, because I feel like once you stop the car, it's gonna kill you. Well, your doors are locked. You can watch around you. If you drive a mile down the road, you can watch around you, call the police, and be like, this is where I'm at. This happened. And then continue. Like, a 30-second call isn't going to... It's not going to catch up in 30 seconds. I agree. I just feel like I would just, like, keep going in a circle. So never. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Until I was out of gas. Because, you know what? They also went out there with... Straight line. So do you, like, juke it? Ugh. I don't know. I feel like you just have to leave your friend. I guess if there's that much blood, like, you got, I mean, you have to leave. Because, like, do you both die? Right. You have to leave, but still, like, call the authorities right away. It's just weird that he didn't do that. Because I wouldn't leave and be like, well... Kristen was bleeding a bunch. She's missing. I guess I'm just never going to see her again. Yeah. And then to never say anything? Like... Yeah, that's weird. No, I... He... I think he talked to the police. But he just said he never fully explained what he saw. Hmm. Okay. Maybe he And they never found them. But yeah, it just said that they... Maybe he didn't, because it just said that he was never found. So maybe no one ever looked. (sighs) I don't know, I guess maybe he did talk to the police, but, like, I just feel like the first thing you would do in that situation is, I came here with this person, they're missing, you're gonna panic and be like, I need to find help for them. (sighs) Yeah, I agree. I also feel like if he did tell the police and they found all that blood, they would almost, and then, like, never finding the body, you'd almost question the dude and think, like, they murdered him. I mean, but I've honestly, I don't think in that scenario you'd be worried about that. Well, you I would feel like, cover your own tracks if people knew you went out there together. I know, I but if if we all went out and then some shit happens to Josh and he disappears, we're not going to be like, oh, they're going to think we murdered him. We're not going to call the police. Or like, you know what I mean? Like if I went out and no, you no. disappear. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. But I'm just saying he doesn't say like that the police investigated much. So I feel like he didn't really tell them what happened. Right. That's true. Because if he did, that they probably would have questioned him. Right. (sighs) But um, this is more reasons why I don't go into the woods. Yeah. I feel like every time I read a story, it's just like reasons not to go into the woods, but I want to go into the woods. But we love the woods. Yeah. This is what keeps me out of the woods. I want to see the places they go to. They can post pictures. I want to see them. 
with my own two eyes. Yeah. And then we'll never hear from either of you again. That's the goal. Yeah. Solo that's, podcast. Yes, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm going to go to bed. Good night. Buenas noches.